you're asking about safety and value. That can't be answered by anyone. What what you and I can do is explore what is going on down here through discussion. Welcome back, everybody, for another bonus edition of the DCL Duo podcast. And we've got Justin back with us, and he and his family are currently at Disney World. And Justin's been kind enough to take a minute out of his vacation and come on the show and tell us how things are going down there for him. Welcome back, Justin. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on your show again. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's great to have you. I've been following your Facebook lives. Looks like you're having a great time down there at the park. We've got another listener down there currently, Chris, who's also been posting some some photos of what looks like to be a fairly empty park. Are the crowds pretty low right now for you? Yeah, Brian, the crowds are tremendously low. As you know, my wife and I are both teachers. We have to work around school calendars. We're in two different school districts and it's juggling those calendars and our, our kids go with me to our school. So that's pretty easy. But when we are here, the crowd levels are the complete opposite of what we are experiencing right now. I, I'm not a big social media guy, so I only have, I think I did two live videos so far in our Facebook group. I, I'd say they're about five, 10 minutes each. Kind of walked around a little bit and showed the crowds. You are exactly right. You can walk a stretch. Did you see the video where there were, it looked like, I'm not too sure why they had an ECV, but they were on an, uh, an electronic scooter going pretty fast. And it looked like they were having a little fun on that thing. Did you see that part? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I'm going to go back and yeah. check that out. though. <laughs> they were racing around the park. It was kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you could, you could probably get two or three scooters and have a lot of fun in the parks right now. <laughs> where, where are you? Uh, where, so, where are you staying while you're there this time? Are you on the boardwalk well, again? No, this trip. I kind of talked with you off the air. I think a little bit last time we had an impromptu road trip out to Yellowstone, Jackson Hole, Mount Rushmore, and we were up there for about it was just shy of two weeks. And on the way back, I was online doing some work for a, some travel agent work for a client, and it brought me across the pass holder rates currently available. And I, at the time, my wife was driving, I was working, and I, I kind of read out aloud some, some of the rates to her, and she just kind of gave me a look and that's all I needed. We're staying at Pop Century for, I think it was 130 some dollars a night. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just crazy. And this was totally unplanned trip. So with unplanned, it also kind of means unbudgeted. <laughs> so we, we, we actually like Pop. We've stayed here, I'd say about three times over the last probably three or four years for my wife's half marathon. I think we stayed last Halloween here as well, but my kids really like it here. It's pretty easy to hop on that Skyliner and get to either Epcot or Hollywood Studios. How, how full does pop seem right now? Pop? Actually, you know, not too bad. It does seem like it's pretty full because they have, you know, a lot of the value resorts are closed right now. Interesting note here. <laughs> when I was walking around Pop, the grass was not, has not been cut. Well, I'm sorry, it was cut sometime today, but it was. I pulled some of it out. I, I I'm a freak about my own grass, but I it's it was over a foot long. <laughs> but over at Art of Animation, that is still closed. When I, we were up in the skyline, I, I was like, "Hey, Tracy, look over there. Look at that grass." She's kind of like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "That's moat." She just kind of gave me an eye roll. But <laughs> this resort seems fairly full. I'm walking around the resort right now, and there's only a few people out. It is sprinkling a little bit. Mm -hmm. The pool's closed, so it's hard to hard to gauge really. But 
you can walk in the the lobby area, everything pop shopping area, and the food court, and it, it's not too bad. They they're monitoring how many people go in each side on everything pop and into the the dining area. We have tables in Wonderland, so they want you to mobile order almost everywhere on property. That's in the resorts and at all the parks, both tables. There's no way to utilize that through the app. So we still they still let us go up to the kiosk and do that. Well, hopefully they'll find a way to fix that because there's a lot of people uh, right. out there with tables and Wonderland cards. <laughs> and you and I, well, that's one thing that I actually foresee them contemplating. Do they bring that back? Yeah, except except I could see them, uh, you know, in, in bad times, they actually try to up the sort of ancillary discounts, you know, yep. yeah, to get people there. So I could see them keeping tables in Wonderland, even, you know, if, if uh, times are really bad, they'll, you know, discount annual passes, add on some benefits, that sort of stuff. So I could see them keeping that. I, I have a feeling they'll find a way to, to make that work. I think there'd be a huge outrage locally if they got rid of tables in Wonderland. And, and so what have the parks been like? I mean, crowds are pretty low. So are the rides mostly just walk on or minimal weight? Minimal weight. I wouldn't. Well, it, it depends on when you go. It seems like there's busy times in the morning. As the day progresses, though, uh, those wait times go down, especially with that last hour or two of the park being open. It's it's pretty easy just to walk on a lot of the, even the uh, headline attractions. I don't know. I don't think I'm trying to think back if I did a video or not back on our first day here was on Friday the 31st. I rode Flight of Passage six times oh that day. <laughs> it's my favorite. Even I did rise for the first time two times so far this week. Flight of Passage, I think, is still my favorite. I know that that's not a that's not a popular opinion, but for me, it is. So I, I was able to do that several times. My kids really like Mount Everest. My wife took them over that way. On that first day, we got in late too. So we flew here, got into the parks probably around 1230 or 1. We rode everything we wanted to at Animal Kingdom multiple times. So it, it said like a 15-minute wait a lot for Flight of Passage, but that's about how long it takes you to walk through the queue. Well, so, I was going to say they're setting the wait time and how long it takes you just to move through the queue itself. Yep. Yeah. Wow. A lot of work. Today was the busiest day at Hollywood Studios, and it does seem like we've been there twice so far. And that is everywhere that I've read it too. it says Hollywood Studios is the busiest. And now... 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, those are the key times. If you come in around 3 o'clock, you are going to have, you can, you can do almost everything you want from 3 to close. What else? Mickey's Runaway Railway had, uh, that was a longer wait. I want to say I saw that get up to 40 or 45. That was posted though too, so who knows? It, it could have been in the 30s, but that that's pretty popular right now as well. How's the, is anything, so, I mean, you've been down there recently and this is your second trip in like, I don't know what, like three, four weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have you, have you noticed any, anything catch your attention from between your last trip and now that's, that's changed as things still feel as, you know, is Disney still on top of things in terms of safety and masks and all that stuff? Like anything catch your eye? As much as possible. I think they're even, even better. They did, they are, they have no problem firmly requesting people if necessary, to put their masks on the right way. They, again, they have all the hand sanitizer just everywhere. They have hand washing stations out as well. There's announcements in the parks about you know staying safe. The protocols are here. They're in place. Most of the people go by them every now and then. You see a few people, not really, I don't even know. It's tough to describe, really, yeah. trying to give, go, do things their way. And, you know, it is what it is. You just, like I said at the close of 
the show last time when when it comes down to it you're responsible for your own actions and your family's actions yeah and for the most part again just like last time upper 90s per, uh, of the percentile those people are following the rules and, and following them without having any kind of issues at all i walked out of my room without my mask on just you know for, i was like oh no went back in <laughs> grab my mask here i am just you know walked around pop century i have my mask on everybody i've seen so far all the employees, everybody has masks on and it's not even, it's not an issue. And if you yeah. want to helpful, I've tried three different masks while I'm here and there's two that are really comfortable. There's the Reebok brand is pretty comfortable. That's what my wife and son are wearing now. Mm -hmm. I, it was kind of rough on some facial hair. I switched over. I think the brand is called Hyper Light and it is extremely comfortable down here. So I'll be wearing these masks for the rest uh, of this week. No, but everybody see the only difference I've seen is the quantity, how many people are here. There's a lot more people here. We walked around the boardwalk Saturday night. I had to get a no way Jose then. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be getting another one tonight. It's just, I love those things. And you know, like I said last time, we walked one night, we didn't see another person on there. The other night, you know, a lot of families walking around. There's still a lot of closures there on the, on the boardwalk. Yeah, not, a, not everything's open. But the people are there walking around. Epcot stays open till I think it was nine o'clock or so. So you see some of those people walking around as well. So that's the only difference that I've seen. Still a lot of a lot of cast members that are happy to be here. They seem very comfortable, except I think most of them now, especially at the parks, they have their mask and the plastic face shield as well. Oh, okay. But other than that, everything seems similar to what I saw before. It, yeah, I was going to say, is it more stuff that's open, less stuff that's open, about the same? About the same as far as resorts that I visited. Uh -huh. It's about the same. Yeah. And same with like restaurants and such. It's pretty much the same that was open before. Yes, it as far as my memory concerns, yeah, me, for which, sure, uh, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Minus minus Ample Hills, which is unfortunately now a permanent, permanently closed. Um, yep, my son, he uh, stood there for a while. They have some of the signage stripped off the building, but you can still see some of the faint markings and paint. And he just kind of stood there for a second because we did stay at Boardwalk for a week last summer, and we hit up Ample Hills when uh, when I didn't want to know a Jose. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, uh, we had Ample Hills a few times. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's, what's yeah. so you came in on Friday when you guys, or you came in on the 31st, which I assume is Friday. Yep. Yeah, when, what's... Yep, Friday to Friday. Yeah, Friday. Gonna, yeah so you came yeah. in on, yeah, you came in on Friday the 31st, you're heading home at the end of the week. What's, what's on tap for the rest of the week? Well, so far, let's see, we had some friends from our hometown. They, they're pass holders as well. They wanted to come down with us. They surprised our kids. We didn't tell our kids about this trip at all. I don't know if you saw on our page, we did a little hide and seek puzzle. <laughs> um, and they did a little search around the house. They put the puzzle together. Nice. It's pretty hard for us. Yeah, so we surprised them. They have been with us since Sunday. And also a girl that I used to teach with in my hometown. They moved down here. They're, they're Florida residents. She's, she teaches down here. Her family has been coming with us every day as well. So we're going to meet up with them at, let's see, tomorrow is Wednesday, Animal Kingdom Day. We're probably not going to stay in the parks the entire time. My son really wants to get a banshee, so we'll <laughs> get him a banshee. We'll probably get out of there early afternoon, come back and swim. My wife, I think, said she'd like to go do some shopping at Disney Springs, and we'll mm -hmm. probably get something to eat somewhere. Thursday is a... 
a Magic Kingdom day. And Friday, right now, we have park reservations for Hollywood Studios again. Our flight doesn't leave until I think it's close to six o'clock. So we might go in. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We've been going pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty hot. So <laughs> I don't want to get into a plane, you know, sweaty and tired. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I'm, if, if I have my way, we'll probably just chill at the, at the resort and swim for a bit. But we have four family members and I think my vote counts for a half. Yeah. <laughs> so Well, we all know we'll whose see. vote counts for double, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm curious, you know, with the no park hopping and the the crowds being what they are, it feels like you 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 really it's a half day, right? I mean, it's like a lot of these oh. things are going to be a half day. You can get all your rides in and go back uh, to the resort. Brian, I think you could do less than a half day if you went in there. Kind of, we don't have a strategy. We just kind of roam around and just kind of pick and choose what we want to do. I have a touring plan subscription, so I can kind of cheat a little bit with those with their app. But I don't see any reason why you couldn't do almost everything you wanted to in three hours. Wow! Wow! Yeah, it's it's that it's that easy to just walk up and do do an attraction. Peter Pan five minutes, almost the entire day. Space Mountain that the kids did, my son did five times. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's crazy. I think the, the longest wait we did was for Seven Dwarves. It was, it was 30 minutes posted, and I think it was 22 actual. Have you have you been over to Disney Springs at all? Because that's the one place I've heard where the crowds seem to be is like lots of people at Disney Springs. But if, if you mentioned your wife was going to maybe do some shopping, but have you been over there yeah. at all yet? Not yet. I think we that's the plan for tomorrow, late afternoon, early evening, do some shopping, get a bite to eat. That's the that's the current discussion anyway. Well, and so it seems like, you know, I mean, $130 a night at pop, like, I, like, so last time we talked about sort of what's the value like for this trip, it is, you know, I mean, I don't know what price you pay on, or sorry, I don't know what price you put on like avoiding COVID, right? That becomes the price discussion, right? Because for $130 a night with an annual pass and no crowds, I'm, I'm hard pressed not to go get on a plane myself at some level. I mean, that's, that's a, that's gotta be a very unique experience or an experience that few can, can have, right? I mean, the last time, last time I experienced anything like that was either Disneyland, right? When Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened, the, the parks were empty for at least a half of a day because everyone was avoiding the crowds or my wife and I had a trip out there in like a July time frame one time to get on a cruise and we spent an evening in Epcot and it was like, you know, there was nobody. I mean, there was just nobody around because it was hot and it was a Friday night and, you know, there was just nobody there. So, I, but, but how are you feeling? <laughs> I mean, obviously you found value in this trip or saw value in this trip, but, but how are you feeling about that now that you're there? Right. So in addition to the value of the room, our tickets already paid for. Flights are cheap. Well, they were for me. I don't know what they are out of uh, Seattle, your area. Yeah, yeah. But from where I'm from, my wife has the companion pass for Southwest, and we both have a, a lot of points. It was, I, I want to say, uh, 2,500 or, or some kind of points like that yeah. uh, each way. So we that was another really cheap aspect. So value of the trip, uh, you're getting a phenomenal value. Well, it's tough to, you know, it's all individual yeah. on the whole COVID thing. Yeah. For me, and I told you last time, you know, I'm somebody that definitely has a lot of uh, health health concerns and one of my medications suppresses my immune system. So right. am I being irresponsible for coming? Some people have told me that. Right. And, you know, that's their right to, to think that. But I, I still think that 
Disney, ask me this. Do I feel safer at Walt Disney World with all of their protocols and procedures and having everybody, or do I feel safer in my classroom? Yeah. With 12 and 13 year olds, I'll be entering my, I think my 18th year of teaching (laughs) and I have seen 12 and 13 year old (laughs) hygiene, you know, their practices for for those years. So um, the value as far if I take if I take that aside, you're a Disney fan, right? Right. If you if you could do everything you want to in half a day, come home, come back to your resort and swim the rest of the time, and just kind of chill, and everything's easy going for realistically fifty to sixty percent of what it would normally cost you. Yeah, it's it, you're getting a really good value. Are they enforcing kind of the like? I'm just curious. Are they enforcing the mask wearing outside of the parks too? I mean, do you see cast members reminding people to put on masks if there's like wandering around the resort or anything like that? Oh yes, oh, okay. absolutely, a- absolutely. And the good thing there also, I haven't had to see too many of those requests. Yeah, and they do. You know, they're pretty. Even if you are sitting, this is not a resort. This is at the park now. Mm-hmm. Even if you're sitting somewhere, having a drink, having a snack. They'll, they'll give you a little bit of time. You know, if you're thirsty, it's it's hot out. You can stop. You can have a drink with your mask off or whatever. Right. But if you are sitting there in a non-relaxation zone, just kind of chilling with your mask off, drinking and having a snack with her, they'll come up to you and say, you know, if you're not in a relaxa- relaxation zone, please go over there and have your have your drink there. So they're doing a real they're excellent job as far as that goes. Well, that's, I mean, so that right there is that I think the difference from a safety standpoint of being at Disney versus just, you know, anywhere. Yeah. Because they're enforcing this, right. They're enforcing Mm -hmm. safety protocols. Whereas, you know, I can't guarantee that my local grocery store is going to be doing that. And there are plenty of times I'm wandering around outside and people have decided for whatever reason, they don't want to wear a mask. Right. And so, you know, so it goes further if everyone's following the protocol. Right. So like, well, I am glad that you are enjoying your time down at the parks, Justin. I want to get you back to your vacation. I appreciate you sort of taking the time to come on. Do you, do you want to? Um, is there anything that you that we haven't covered about your trip down there that you wanted to you wanted to make sure that folks heard about? I don't think so. You know, you're asking about safety and value that can't be answered by anyone. Sure. What what you and I can do is explore what is going on down here through discussion. Right now, I feel that what Disney is doing, it is one of the safest places in our country anyways, and probably a lot of other countries to be because of everything that they're doing, because everything you could do as an individual and with your family, I would not hesitate to, you know, I told you last time I was telling my clients just to wait, wait, wait. I'm really starting to second guess that, you know, if I have clients that understand and I do have clients, nurses and so on and all different types of professions, they, they know what they need to do for to keep themselves protected. So I might be reaching out to some of those people that we said, no, push off, because right now the value of coming here is there. Yeah, no, it's and it's look, it's 100 percent true. This is a decision everyone has to make for themselves. Mm-hmm. You've got to balance your own safety. And there are plenty of people, as you said, you will say it's irresponsible to go right now. I, I get that. Like, I totally get that. You know, there is there's the other side of the coin, which is, you know, I can get a really great deal on going to Disney right now. And if I feel safe, if I feel like I can maintain my personal safety, you know, that's a decision you can make, too. I, I think I still come down on the side of if this is your first trip, your once in a lifetime trip to Disney, 
I don't know. I might, I might still wait because there's still sort of a compromise to the experience right now that probably you or I can get over because we'll be back, right? We'll, we'll be, we'll be back when the character greetings are are reopened or when fireworks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But, but if you're a frequent Disney or a Disney fan who goes frequently, I think there is a, there is a value proposition here. And I do think hearing that they're enforcing the protocols outside of the parks makes a huge difference to me because it means it's not like you're going into a safe, potentially safe space where they're enforcing the protocols and then coming out into an unsafe space, right? Like that's, yep. that's, that's my concern is that I think that the real risk at this point is the getting there, right? It's, it's, right. And, and that's a good point. And like I said, we flew Southwest both times. I'd say Southwest is doing a wonderful job as far as requiring face masks on their, uh, on their end as well. Even in the airports, I have felt great, you know, but I guess we kind of cheated both times we were the first flight out. So it was very slow, not a whole lot of people there, but Southwest is doing a great job too. Right, right. Well, I'm ours is a Disney Cruise Line focused podcast, so I can only hope that these kinds of protocols maybe give some people some comfort yep. and let the ship start sailing again. But it sounds like you're having a fun time down there. I, I want to get you back to your family so you can keep having fun. But I, I really appreciate you coming on, Justin. I appreciate you taking time out of your vacation to, to share the experience. Thank you for having me again. I really do want to thank Justin one more time for coming on the show and taking time out of his family's vacation to share with us the things he's seeing, how his family is feeling, talk through kind of the value that he's seeing in his own feelings around safety. Uh, It's a pretty unusual time down at the parks, and I think it presents some kind of interesting questions for folks out there considering whether they want to go or not. I think a key to that is understanding what Disney's doing and how safe you can reasonably be or not. Justin has a particular point of view on that, and, you know, I want to be clear, we're not endorsing seeing anyone taking a trip to the parks right now. It's doubtful that our family would take a trip anytime soon, but we do want to present the, you know, the folks who are going on trips at this point in time so we can hear how they're how they're doing, how they're feeling, what they're seeing so others out there can make their own decisions. Um, I did want to flag that forgot to give Justin an opportunity at the end of the show to talk about his business. He is a travel agent and a Disney travel uh, specialist at that. He has a travel agency called Adventure is Out There Travel or works with a travel agency called Adventure is Out There Travel and they have a Facebook group called Adventures by Educators. So if you're interested in planning a Disney trip, do feel free to reach out to Justin and uh, his travel team over there to make those arrangements. With that, I do want to thank everyone for listening to the bonus episode. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting our content week to week. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show or share your experience visiting the parks, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. The DCL Duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with Disney cruise line the walt disney company or the walt disney family of theme parks the views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the walt disney company or disney cruise line if you have questions about a disney cruise or a walt disney vacation please contact disney directly or your own travel agent thanks again for listening we'll see you next time stay safe stay healthy good night